Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Tracy receives a kiss from her real-life protagonist. Chloe is back, and she reunites with Billy and Esther. And also, Kevin has dirt on Nick. Stay tuned for this week's Restless Rap. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz Hey everybody, I'm Rachel Goodman here for another week of Restless Rap. We have some crazy things happening in Genoa City this week, and I'm very, 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 very excited to get started. But before we dive in, I just want to give a very um, amazing congratulations to Mary. Um, We were talking in the chat before um, we got started the show today, and I just want to announce that um, she... Her daughter is now in Jamaica with her boyfriend. Her boyfriend, um, her daughter's boyfriend yesterday asked Mary um, for Mary's consent to propose. So her daughter is in Jamaica. And we're actually the first to know. Her daughter doesn't know yet. So I had to ask Mary for permission to announce it. Congratulations, Mary, to you and your daughter. I can't wait to hear how it happens, and you'll have to keep us updated so we can make it another announcement on the show, and we definitely want pictures, too. Okay, um, moving along here, I also just want to give a couple of shout-outs to everybody else who's in the chat right now. We have uh, we have Mary, of course. We have Nikisha Jones. We have Hubby Joe, Kenneth Clark, Todd Beaton, Simone Francois, and yeah, so thank you guys for all tuning in today. Um, we also have a couple of comments from last week's show as well that I want to read, and then we'll get into the content for today. Also, stay tuned later on. We always have our lol moments, so if you can think of anything you thought was funny during the week, save those thoughts, because at the very end of the show, I'll announce it, and we'll start talking about it. It. Um, Andrew Bailo says, I again am having problems finding the Restless Rap page. I liked the page, but I'm having problems getting to it. Um, so, Andrew, our Restless Rap page, I'm just going to, in case anyone has ever missed this, it's on Facebook. Um, it is spelled, it's so facebook.com forward slash R E S T L E S S W R A P. So that's forward slash restless rap and what i'll do is let me type it in the chat too for anybody who is listening live um if you go there that is our restless rap page if you like and follow i always post um the links to the show and if you ever want to talk about it on there um you can say anything i will read your comments i usually respond back to them as long as it's not like a crazy week (laughs) but yeah we can talk y&r and um that way if i happen to miss you during the show we can talk you know during the week i'd love that um creativity 875 says i'm not excited about michelle's return i was getting tired of her character before she left but grew to love her again when gina took over i wouldn't mind seeing daniel return though i loved him and lily together um okay my overall thoughts on michelle because we did we got a lot of her this week playing gina uh I think she is going to make a really good Phyllis. I can tell that she's very comfortable in the role. My thought, though, is she's definitely more... 
she feels more e- like not evil per se, but more like wicked than Gina. Um, and it's maybe it's the way that she smiles when she's looking back at the characters, and it's not a genuine smile. It's a smile like, "Oh, I'm gonna get you." That I think is really what is to me making this character seem a lot more like vengeful and spiteful than the way that we knew Phyllis when Gina played her. I'm I'm very excited for this. I don't see them as being the same character anymore. I it's I can't like it's just um, it, it's impossible for me to see. Phyllis the way I did before, but I think that this is going to bring a really interesting dynamic because the way that Michelle is playing Gina um, is very, um, we've got that extra, like I feel like I can't I can't trust this Phyllis at all. I couldn't trust Gina playing Phyllis. I couldn't trust Phyllis when Gina was playing her, I should say. Um, But now I don't know what this Phyllis is going to do. And I feel like the way that they're setting it up for the summer, if you guys have seen the trailer um, that they keep playing on CBS, um, it, I feel like between Adam and Phyllis and everything going on right now, we are going to have a really interesting and heated summer with, um, everything uh going on and uh yeah we have uh, after buzz tv giving a shout out to hubby joe in the chat so thank you hubby joe for tuning in um and then we have kenneth clark saying eva larue aka mama celeste looks amazing been a fan since all my children i would love to see her with jack that's interesting yeah we um we did see lola's mom it was kind of surprising i was not expecting it and um, they, that dynamic is, is kind of interesting already. You can tell that her mother might be a little more protective, um, even though she uh, likes to kid around with Lola. She just seems kind of um, like maybe not as um, into some of the, not as uh, as um, like lenient as maybe other mothers might be. But it's uh, it's hard to say right now because we've only seen her in that one scene. Um, we have a couple other comments and then we'll dive in here. Michelle Mybell says, I'm amused by people being so invested in the original Phyllis's return. I'm glad Gina won people over. She will have other actor t- other acting opportunities now where fans can follow her and show support. And then Andrew Bailo says, I cried a little today watching Victor and Nick having a real moment of father and son. Both were tearing up too. Love having Michelle strap her back. It's like she never left. Um, that's a good place for us to go and dive into everything happening with Adam. Um, because we'll kind of get into um, we'll get into him a little bit. That scene with Nick and Victor was very touching. Um, the acting this week, I want to give props to them because that scene with Nick and Victor, um, both of them were genuinely crying, and it wasn't fake tears. You actually saw the tears um, streaming down their face, especially with Victor. And that's actually kind of scaring me because this week um, we did have a little bit more. We had a lot more with him. We had a scene with him and Nick. We had a scene with him and Adam. Um, it was just kind of um, like they really the way that they're setting this up is that either we're going to have a Victor who does survive this, but his mental capacities are going to be diminished, or we're going to have a Victor who decides he doesn't want to do the treatment and he will potentially die. And I almost wonder that performance between Nick and um, and um, Victor was so genuine and real that I almost wonder if they are setting it up that Eric Braden will leave, but I, I don't feel like 
it's I don't feel like he, Eric Braden wants to go just from everything I've I've read and um I highly doubt they're going to take him off right now. He's been on the show too long unless Eric Braden is trying to retire, which makes sense, but there's no official news on that. Nothing out there saying that. I'm just speculating that it, it could just be that Eric Braden is trying to wind down his time on YNR just because uh he he's getting older and he wants some time for himself. Um Hubby Joe, that was a great scene with Victor and Nick. Todd Beaton, I don't like Nick at the moment. And then Kenneth Clark says, Adam is so wrong for what he did to Chloe. He killed her daughter, but I loved the Chloe and Kevin reunion. That got me emotional. So that's leading into everything with Kevin and Chloe. We had um, a couple of scenes with Adam and Phyllis. We have Phyllis returning, and, and Phyllis thinks that Adam is the one who abducted her. She does not realize yet that Kevin's involved, and Adam seems to play into this and does not give her the information. He um, he doesn't really—I mean, he, he almost seems like he's going to tell her it wasn't him, but then he doesn't say anything, and he just lets her believe what she wants to believe. And so, Adam, this guy is very manipulative. He knows when to play his power and when to kind of back off and let things play out on their own. And so he's being very skillful about this and probably feels like he can use this to his advantage. The less people really know, um, the better. And so uh, Phyllis shows up, and he instead of telling her that he did not abduct her, because maybe she wouldn't believe him anyway, um, he plays into what she's going through and instead wins her back over by giving her Dark Horse. And he, he doesn't give her the entire company, but he pretty much says, well, you're going to work for me, but I'll give you the CEO position. So it's still Adam's company, but yeah, he kind of has this worked around so that he's appeasing Phyllis for the moment and convinces her that, you know, why would he have abducted her when he wants her on his side? Um, so I don't know that she buys it, but and I don't know that he quite admitted anything either, but he didn't drop Kevin's name into this. He kept him out of it. And then on top of that, he made Phyllis very happy because, of course, Phyllis would want this. So Kevin, so Adam is just completely working everybody at this point. Um, then we see with what um, Kenneth was talking about with the Kevin and Chloe reunion, and it was it was very emotional. It was very touching, um, but Kevin did not tell Chloe the truth, which is that. Chloe was going to, they were going to release Chloe in exchange for Kevin doing Adam's dirty work and continuing to work with him. Uh, Kevin lies to Chloe, though, and basically tells her that he just needs to stick around um, for other reasons to help Michael, which I thought was kind of messed up. Like, why not just tell her the truth, considering everything you've been through with this person? Don't lie to your significant other. Um, I mean, Kevin probably thought, okay, well, if I tell her the truth, she's not going to leave either and she's not going to like this, but he should have just been honest with her. There's, I get it. Like there's in Kevin's line of business, he probably feels like he can't be honest with people, but if there's one person you're going to be honest with, make it your significant other. That's like, you know, it's always, it always ends badly when you lie to the person that you're closest to. So yeah, I, uh, I don't see this going very well for Kevin. But um, Chloe does agree to leave. She doesn't let on that she knows that Kevin's lying. She just needs a couple minutes with Adam, and they basically they talk it out alone. And um, she just pretty much tells him that she's going to um, let it go, and that she she we kind of feel like Chloe has been 
in this um, you know place where she's been held prisoner for so long that she t- she's claiming that she's ready to let it go and um, just move on and go back home to her daughter at, in Portland and just leave Genoa City behind her. I don't think we've seen the last of her, though. Um, but she does. The nice thing, too, was that before this, no one really knew that she was still alive outside of Kevin. Now, um, Kevin brought Esther around, so Esther knows that she's alive. And then on top of that, later on after this scene, when Chloe is supposed to be going back to Portland, she texts, she anonymously texts um, Billy and has him meet her at Delia's grave. And so they get this whole conversation where basically Chloe admits that she knows that Kevin is sticking around to help Adam and she wants Billy to be the one to protect Kevin in case anything goes completely off course and billy says yeah like he'll do it um i when when i started watching the soap billy and chloe were not together i started after that and i'm i'm only saying this because i could sense that um billy and chloe have a very deep relationship too it almost felt like next to victoria this is the only other person that billy truly cares about um now i'm not saying it's romantic anymore but it felt like a very deep history that um, I, I could just feel it the way that they were playing this. And it was very touching in and of itself. And I get it, too. When you lose a child together, um, it's going to bond, you're going to have a bond with that person for the rest of your life anyway. Just because that is something that you can't – that person understands as well as you do what you're going through because you're grieving the loss of your child. Um, but I could I could really feel how close um, these two people are, even though they're not together anymore. And obviously Billy wants to be Victoria and Chloe wants to be with Kevin, but um, that doesn't mean that there isn't a bond um, and that shared history there. So um, Chloe leaves. They say goodbye. Um, Bill, I, I'm glad that Billy now knows that Chloe is alive. That was nice. Um, and then we kind of get more into the storyline with Adam, Nick, and... Um, Christian and everything going on with that and what uh, what Kevin finds, and this is the reason why Adam lets Chloe go, it's because Kevin found this the footage of Nick wearing the faux JT mask and pulling it off and revealing that it's him um, when he went to blackmail Victor. And that's what Kevin gives to Adam, and Adam feels like, okay, I can use this, and he's going to actually legitimately try to, you know, I guess say that if if he shows that Nick was walking around in this prosthetic mask as JT, then maybe, I mean, that in and of itself probably looks bad when you, when you go to court over a child, number one. But number two, um, Adam could probably have his lawyer argue that perhaps Nick was guilty of doing certain illegal activities while, ma- while parading around as JT. And so that's kind of where I think he's going with this. But in any case, Adam shows this footage to Nick, and that's kind of where we're, we've left it at this point with the threat out in the open and Adam basically telling Nick one more time, you're either going to bring Christian to me or I'm going to get him in court because now I've got major dirt on you. Um, let me check in with the chat here. So let's see. We have Mary. I find they made Adam too cruel so fast, don't you think? It was a really huge jump. Um, We went, especially we had a couple of scenes with Sharon this week, too, and she even mentioned that Adam seemed, um, Adam was very different 
than the person she found in the hotel room in Las Vegas. Um, so I feel like it was a quick jump, but uh, I would have liked to seen him a little more vulnerable at first for a little bit longer. Um, but I do think that they that Genoa Genoa City needed um, a bad guy like him. So I am glad that we're seeing this ruthless side. Um, Kenneth Clark, Adam is so wrong for what he did to Chloe. Um, oh, right. We I think we read that already. Um, Todd Beaton, actor who played Nick, celebrates 25 years on the show this week. Wow. Well, I think I believe his name is Josh Morrow. Congratulations, Josh, on hitting 25 years on the show. That is incredible. <laughs> I think that's my favorite part of YNR is that we get to see the same people for so many years and it's you really it's not like any other show on TV other than soaps of course um it's unlike any other like you know typical show on TV that you only get 12 10 to 12 episodes in a season um, and then you have to wait a summer and then it could potentially be different characters and then it only lasts four or five seasons and the show is done um, that's like a very special thing with soaps and YNR is that you get the same actors over a prolonged period of time um, and then Kenneth also says congratulations to Liz aka Chloe she got married wow congratulations <laughs> we were just full of congratulations today and then um, we have Brittany Duran is here. So hello, Brittany. Welcome to the show. Um, Simone Francois, I hope that Chloe can finally get out of her cycle of anger and revenge. She should focus on Bella and Kevin. I agree. And then we have Supachai Pabon saying, did you know about Melissa Claire Egan is back on The Young and the Restless? Um, that's interesting. I think I had heard that somewhere, but I don't believe we've seen her yet. So um, I'm excited for that to happen. Um, okay. And so at this point, I just want to go ahead and thank you guys all for being a part of the show. And I just want to give a shout out to everybody who tunes in every single week and supports us. You are the reason why we are the ESPN of TV talk. And I'm so happy and, you know, proud to have you guys in the chat every week reading your comments. We could definitely use your support. If you can go ahead and like and follow this channel, um, After Buzz TV has so many different channels. Um, of course, YNR is on the drama channel, but if you like sci-fi, um, we have all pretty much any show you could think of, After Buzz TV covers it. So um, it would really mean a lot to us if you could like and follow um, those shows and those channels and leaving the comments that you do. And if you can go over to iTunes and leave us comments and, and star ratings, everything you guys do allows us to thrive and keep doing what we're doing and bring you the content that you guys um, are here for to see. So thank you again for being a part of AfterBuzz TV, and I am very excited um, every week to see you guys. And speaking of seeing you guys and hearing from you guys, here's the part of the show where I announce that we're going to take calls this week. So if you would like to call in and you're listening live, it's about 5.30 Pacific Standard Time on June 30th, the last day of June. Um, the number to call in is 424-354-8302. Again, if you're listening live, the number is 424-354-8302. I want to give a special shout out to Hubby Joe because I've been asking him to call in but he never does <laughs> so hubby joe this message is for you i know you're in the chat <laughs> if 
you'd like to call in and talk about Y&R, um, please do so now. Or if anyone else is listening live and you want to call in, we would, of course, love to have you talking on the show. Um, and then Super Chai says, Rachel, she... Um, She's on last Friday's episode. Oh, interesting. Okay. Um, and Todd Beaton, Chelsea came back on Friday. Yeah, we will definitely get there, too. Um, we do have Chelsea, and she is back. And um, just in time, too. She came in, and, um, yeah, I, I we only saw her for a split second. So we're going to definitely have more with her next week. Um, that was one of the thing on the pr- the things on the preview that we saw is there is a lot with Chelsea. We saw her hooking up with Adam. So I don't even not this week, but like in that preview that I'm talking about. So I'm I'm very excited to see what they do with her. I feel like it's going to bring such a crazy dynamic to the show. Let's talk about Newman a little bit and get a little get a segue here into Newman. Um, so we had a lot going on with. Um, Newman Enterprises, we had Victoria and Nick talking at the start of the week. They, We know that they haven't been on the greatest of terms just because Nick has um, gone. Basically, Victoria gave the money to Adam, and it just was not going so great between the two of them because they, yeah, a lot of of things, too, you know, that we've been talking about the last couple of weeks. But this week in particular, um, Nick pretty much said that he would be okay with Victoria, and they hashed everything out. But the big thing was Victoria wanted wanted Nick to be COO, and Nick said, yeah, no, thank you. I'm not going to do it. So um, that's kind of where we left them. Then we got that scene with Victor and Nick where it was very emotional, and Nick basically, Victor basically apologized for everything he had ever done to Nick. It was very, it was a very touching and beautiful moment. Um, and then we had everything going on with Adam and Victor. We, it was really, um, basically Victor told Adam, it was such a contrast to his conversation with Nick, but basically he told Adam to get off the ranch and he didn't want to deal with him. And we can see that Victor's not doing so hot, especially when he was walking around punching that, that bag. Uh, and I'm wondering if that was even something the doctor said he could do in his condition, but he did not look so well. Um, and that's kind of where we left it off with Newman was that basically we had um, we had a lot of uh, uncertainties left with the state of Victor's health. And we had Victoria in the seat. We had Adam kind of um, walking in and giving Victoria a hard time. And like even still, he's manipulating her to the point where he's like, yeah, well, Victor gave you the seat only because I didn't accept it. So, But even still, you're going to be a puppet and nothing more. And the real person who has control is Victor. So it's like Adam's just trying to stir up trouble even when, even when he's not, even when he doesn't even want to be involved with Newman anymore. Um, Brittany Duran, I like Adam's character. It hasn't changed. He is nice when it comes to his immediate family, but to his family, he is a pain um, to his dad, sister, etc. Todd Beaton, I love when Adam told Victoria. Um, Adam said, get Victoria's job. Um, and yeah, we have After Buzz TV drama saying, call in, you guys. Definitely call in. Um, we would love to have you guys on the show. Hubby Joe. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's move on here to the next topic. We had a lot going on with Devon this week. Um, as we saw last week, he was having issues with Elena. He had that panic attack. He's been seeing Hillary this week. 
he actually had words with Elena. Devon did not want to have these words, though. It was more like Elena pushing it and saying, yeah, um, I know that you're still into Hillary and not over her. It's okay. Um, We shouldn't have slept together, but it's okay. Just be honest with me. And um, he, Devon really couldn't do it. It was hard for him to talk about it. And as this week is going on, we were seeing that basically he still had all of her things. He would still listen to um, her GC Buzz tapes. And that made me feel so sad because it's like, I, I understand it. He's not over her yet. Even It doesn't matter how long it's been. Hillary was his one love. So it's hard for him to move on. But basically what he tells Elena when he does end up admitting it is that, yeah, Hillary's around me everywhere and I can't let her go. And he said he wants Hillary to let him go. But really what Elena kind of points out is that it isn't so much that, you know, the spirit of Hillary or or whatever uh, isn't letting him go. It's that Devon can't let Hillary go. You have a phone call. Oh, we have a phone call on the You're, line. You are on the line with Restless Wrap Up. Hi, thanks for calling in. Who do we have on the line? It's Hubby Joe. Hi, Hubby Joe. Thanks for calling in. Okay. So, <laughs> <laughs> he's here. He's real. <laughs> I promise you. All right. So we were talking about Devon, or I should say I was talking about Devon. What, how do you what do you think about everything going on um, with Hillary and um, Elena and Devon? It's sad what he's going through. It's understandable. Yeah, but it, he he doesn't. It seems like he doesn't want to deal with it. Yeah, and that's the thing that makes it hard is that he very much just pushes things away and that seems to be how he handles his life in general he just doesn't want to he wants to pretend like things are okay yeah and that's the thing i mean that that's not going to be healthy and he's going to end up having a breakdown yeah and as we can see he kind of is like with that panic attack and everything that's going on with him um how do you think he should handle this like what because there because the big question this week was how long is it maybe this wasn't really the question but the idea of grieving over a person takes time and you do it at your own rate but how do you think devon should handle his relationship with elena well i think he's in a good place with elena and she cares about him and it looks like he cares about her but he needs to talk about it and get everything out in the open. Yeah, and maybe that's part of the problem. It is nice, though, because we did see near the end of the week with um, Anna and Nate, they did, he actually opened up to both of them um, in a much better way than he was talking with Elena, so that's good, but um, it was it was very sad that he um, still had all of those items and didn't want to let her go because he was worried that letting those items go would make him forget about Hillary. I'm predicting what they're going to do is that he's going to actually sit down with Hillary and they're going to talk and Hillary's going to let him go. Yeah. Yeah. Whether And it's, then he's, he's going to deal with it better and move on. Yeah. That would be a nice way to handle it. <laughs> Great sound effects. No, that would be a good way to handle it. I mean, they've done similar things in the past. Even if Hillary is dead, they could still handle it a certain way so that Devon has that perceived notion of, okay, it's time for me to move on. Exactly. Yeah. Um, 
Great. Well, thank you. Hello, hello to the chat. <laughs> yeah. Hello to everybody in the chat. Awesome. Well, thanks for calling in, Hubby Joe. No problem. You maybe, have a maybe good... we can get together some coffee sometime. <laughs> yeah. Sounds like a plan. Uh, all right. <laughs> Bye. That was my favorite moment of Russell's wrap-up. That's Ryan in the booth, by the way. Hubby Joe just asked me to get coffee. Incredible. <laughs> you witnessed it live on the air. <laughs> Speaking of getting coffee with a potential significant other, let's talk about Tracy and Kane because they got some coffee this week, and then there was a kiss. <laughs> And I am very excited to talk about this. In fact, I am probably the most excited to talk about this than anything else this week because I've kind of been hoping that Tracy and Kane, that something would happen. Um, But I was really worried that Kane was going to be kind of a jerk about it and be rude to her, be rude to Tracy, and tell her that, yeah, like, I'm not into you. But that is not how things went down. Things were a little interesting the way it happened, but basically we started this week with the end, with Tracy finishing her book. So congratulations to Tracy for finishing your manuscript and hit it and writing the end. <laughs> that is something to be, you know, that is not the easiest thing to do. Um, so she finishes the book. And then she goes to get coffee, and Kane is standing there in the doorway of Crimson Lights, and literally, he quoted Casablanca, he's like, of all the gin joints, and then he's just watching her, and she tells him about finishing the book, and basically, like, what we see at the end of this book is that her character, the you know, her character and Kane's character end up hooking up and end up getting together. So, um... That's all. That's what we see. And then she sees Kane. And then basically, she Kane is being like incredibly supportive. Goes back to her to the Abbott house, and um, Tracy reads the entire book to him. And he like he 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 says he wants to read it. She reads it out loud. And then as Kane's been saying that he wanted he wanted that he wanted maybe not necessarily his character, but the main protagonist he wanted someone who loved him to save him and at the very end that was his comment oh she saved him it was really endearing and sweet and after she finished reading the book to him he actually leaned in and kissed her and i thought it was a dream and that she was like you know imagining it but it wasn't it was real and i think that it took it threw both of them back because they didn't know I don't know that he was planning on doing that, but that's what he did. And I don't know that she, I don't know how she, I don't think she knew how to react to this. So it was just a very um, interesting way to handle it. I'm very excited to see what they do with it going forward, which obviously there's going to be some problems and it's not, neither, I don't think, I think Tracy is too scared to address that kiss, but it happened and it's a good thing. And I want to see, you know, I want to actually see them get together. That's my um, that's my feeling on it. Um, I'm just seeing, I just want to make sure we touched on all of the relevant topics. I believe we did. Um, I don't see any other comments in the, oh, well, we have a hubby Joe comment. So let me read that. Um, hubby Joe, I think it was a sweet moment between Kane and Tracy. I like them being paired up. And then Todd Beaton says, I wish Hillary would come back. Me too. I want Hillary back. I want Hillary to be with Devon. We've got bad guys now. So Hillary doesn't have to be bad. She can be good and come back anyway. Let's go ahead and get to our lol moment. Okay, so this week, I at first I didn't think I was going to have any, but I ended up having two, 
we had the baby shower with um or not ba- not baby shower maybe in a couple of years we had the bridal shower for Lola this week and thrown by Abby Summer ends up showing up and Lola was like yeah we can let her stay that's fine Abby literally does one of these like I'm watching you fingers and to um, Summer and it was hilarious that was my first law moment my second law moment is. Um, Kane, like when we had Tracy and Kane and Tracy was reading the book to him, in the very beginning of that, when she starts to read, Kane is smiling in this really like super quirky way that's like typical of Kane. And yeah, that made me laugh. So those were my two law moments. Let's get to our predictions. Your After Buzz TV predictions. Okay, this is more of a wish. Tracy and Kane need to get together. That is the first thing I'm going to say. Um, The second thing I'll say in terms of actual predictions, I think that either Eric Braden is leaving the show or um, they're going to – he is going to take – the um the new medication that will leave him very like helpless and that Nikki will have to take care of him but I think he's going to overcome it and that eventually the storyline is going to die down um I also think that we didn't really touch as much on Phyllis except in the beginning but I feel like with Dark Horse she's going to definitely use this to her advantage um she's going to be there for a while and that's going to become her baby and she is really going to um become a powerhouse again but by means of controlling and running this company. Um, And eventually, I'm sure she and Adam are going to have some issues. Um, I see... There's a there's there were some things with Tessa Raya this week too. They're doing good, but there's all this going on with Tessa's music career. I think that um, Aunt Anna and Devon are gonna really come to a head because of the direction that Anna wants to go in and how Devon is treating her. And then I I want to see I think Chloe I don't think we've seen the last of her. I think that Chelsea's gonna come back for a while and maybe brain in how Adam's acting just because she's back and he loves her. But um, I think more than that, I think Chloe will eventually come back. I think something's going to go wrong with Kevin. Um, Chloe will come back and once again try to kill Adam. Because I, I don't see it going any other direction than that just because we, we're going we're gonna to see her again. She's not done. So on that note, let me just check in and see if there's anybody else in the chat right now. Um, Todd Beaton says Adam will save Victor's life. That's his prediction. And then Kenneth Clark, I would love to see a Phyllis and Kevin hook up. Oh, that's interesting. I could see that happening too. Most definitely. My name is Rachel Goodman. Thank you guys all for tuning in. It has been a wonderful week. Um, you can find me on Twitter or Instagram um, at Rach Goodman. I'm also on Facebook on my writing pen name, Rachel Radner. So you can find me on there. And that's also where my um, writing group, my yeah, my writing group is as well. If you would like to go and join that. Until next week, have a wonderful week and a happy Fourth of July. We will see you then. Bye. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principal.